This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, about 27 minutes after the top of the hour as we head to it. This one is hour number two, by the way. Uh, Scott Casper with you, Tony Wink, uh, Roma DeVita. PJ Duran had to take a powder, uh, so he's out. But uh, we enjoyed the first hour with him, so we hope he returns next week. Lots to contribute there, and he does so on behalf of our good friends at Hickland Power Sports. Appreciate that. Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson are contributing. Jack and Leanne DeLeon are producing. James Rispoli and Jeff Ward populated hour number one. We started hour two with Malcolm Stewart. It's always good to catch up with Mookie, and yes, we indeed are working on uh, getting Malcolm's dad on the show next week. We'll do a, a special segment, maybe even an hour, Growing Up Stuart, because he's got some interesting stories to tell. Uh, Aaron Colton, do up a little later on in this hour. We'll go to Shane McElrath, our next guest. And, Tony, you want to do the introduction? Well, I was I was going to introduce him as the fastest two-stroke racer in the world. Okay. In a straight line. Oh. But, no, yeah, no. you could. <laughs> but he's also pretty good at turning left and right in the AMA Supercross in the 250 Supercross class. Welcome back, Shane. Hey, thank you, guys. It seems like it hasn't been too long since I've been on here. <laughs> well, you keep doing well. We could have you on every week. I mean. Yeah, I hear you. There's your incentive. How, <laughs> yeah. how was it this weekend? Honestly, it was a, it was a good first race. I mean, nobody nobody really wants to have a a mutter, but, um, it, it actually wasn't that bad. Um, all things considered. And, uh, I think the mud kind of helped a lot of people get, uh, get kind of the first one out of the way. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a one, all the hypes there. Um, but yeah, when you go into a race like that, anything can happen. So, um, to come out with a podium, I, I was perfectly fine with that starting out the year. Any surprises? I mean, obviously, we we figured Colt would be fast. We knew Dylan's fast. RJ, Adam, you know, I, I thought Adam was, uh, it's like, okay, seeing Cirillo's back, um, it, it didn't, uh, he he only finished fifth, but obviously he has the speed. Anybody surprising you there? I mean, it, it, that you didn't think, maybe Marchbank's a surprise, but anybody there that you were like, wow, I didn't expect that guy to be there? Um, not really. I mean, we're, we're at the level where, uh, where the top 10 guys are all good. Um, coming into the season, I mean, uh, the top five, um, I expect that all those guys to be there every weekend. Um, I don't really have a particular order. Um, but I, I expect those guys to be there every weekend. And, um, that's kind of, that's kind of extra motivation for when we are training and riding. Um, we, uh, we know how other riders ride and, and their strengths and their weaknesses. So it's, uh, something we work on. And, um, now that it's, it's time to race, we're, uh, 
we're getting to apply what we've practiced. Shane, I, I'm going to throw this out there, but oh. I kind of think that some people were shocked that Colt Nichols won the main event. Now, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to say that he doesn't deserve it or he didn't put in the work. Okay, um, mm-hmm. He's a good top five, top ten guy. Has been when when he hasn't been injured. Apparently he's better than that. Apparently he's better than that. But I, a lot of people, I, I think, were focusing on you and AC and uh, Frandis being, you know, in the mix for the for the win. Now, obviously, RJ and and AC had some little little difficulties on the track, but um, you know, I your heat race was good. You look solid all night long. Um, talk to us about the start and, and, and trying to make up time on that track because it didn't seem like many people could make up a lot of time. Yeah, that's that's what I really struggled with in the, in the main was, um, I mean, before the main, we, we kind of talked about uh, making like some uh, changes to the suspension. And I'm like, no, I really don't think it's going to be that bad. Like I felt good in my heat race and, uh, and I was like, no, I think we'll be, we'll be good. And, uh, so, I mean, the track packed in pretty good for practice. So, I mean, we had, we had lines, uh, wasn't too wet and, uh, the overcast helped us out all day. Um, but we, uh, we got the track packed in pretty good and, once they would prep the track, we'd kind of bring back the same lines. And uh, then once it started raining and they started, uh, they kind of kept working the track or did uh, did what they could. It was um, it was kind of just pushing around the top layer. And uh, with that, I mean, um, once we would get it pushed off, they would kind of push it back on. So um, it was a tough track, but we, once we got the ruts in there, it was uh, it was rideable pretty good. Um, but just the speeds we were going at, I just kind of made a bad call on, um, like our, on our bike. Um, because if we were going a lot faster then my bike would have been good, but just the speeds we were going, it, it wasn't very good. And, uh, it was really slippery, like, uh, getting outside of the rut, like I said, was, uh, just kind of all the, all the dirt that the tractors had pushed around and, and had been, uh, just sitting there because nobody would really go there. So. Um, anytime you would try to go make a pass, uh, you couldn't even really hardly commit because it was so slippery. Um, you couldn't really risk like coming in hard because then you're like, okay, well, I might just slide right into this person or, uh, or even go down myself. So it was, it was really hard to judge. Um, and every time I, I felt like I was in a groove, I would try and push it a little harder and then just make a stupid mistake and, um, pretty much let Colt walk away from me. So, um, yeah, that, that was, like I said, all things considered, it was, uh, it was a good first round. Um, and for me, I haven't ridden like that in the mud and not made like a huge mistake that's cost me a lot. So, um, I was, I was happy with that. Those big doubles, those great big doubles that they had there, um, when it wasn't wet, what were those like on a 250? Um, they were pretty easy. I mean, uh, they were probably, I don't know, give or take, uh, the size of a triple. Mm -hmm. Um, but the landing and the takeoff in between them, 
were almost like the size of like a transition in a rhythm section. So it was like hitting back-to-back triples. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one was kind of close to the turn. So uh, I thought it was really cool just because, I mean, we ride the same thing every single day. We race on the same thing every single weekend. Like we go and we walk the track and um, we pretty much know how to hit everything and we can go jump stuff the first lap. So, um, I, I know I heard, uh, Barsha say he was a little nervous to jump it, jump him the first time. And, and I was the same. Like I would, like I said, it was, uh, the transition was pretty, pretty quick. And I didn't really know how much room I had to play with, um, in terms of judging the first jump. So I thought it was a cool mix up. It just kind of, kind of kept you on your toes and, uh, something a little different. Yeah, I, th- I thought so too. I thought that the track was was uh, you know you, you you can only fit so many different obstacles in a in a in that area, and and it gets to be a little yeah. bit cookie cutter. And and when they do something like that, I, to me, I think it's you know hats off to the to the guys that are designing it. Uh, did you go back and watch the the uh, TV broadcast? Uh, yeah, I did uh, Sunday, like Sunday afternoon. What were your thoughts? What were your thoughts on on uh, RC up in the booth? No Jeff Emick, um, Daniel Blair, our boy down on the on the track, uh, which I, I think he does a great job. But what are your thoughts? Um, I felt uh, I felt like we were going a lot faster than it looked, or maybe um. We weren't going as fast as it looked. I don't. I don't remember. It was one of the two. Um, but it, uh, like when I was out there, like some of my mistakes that cost me a lot of time. I kind of felt like a squirrel out there because I was. <laughs> I just wasn't being very smart. And uh, but then I watch it on TV and I'm, I didn't look as bad as I felt. So um, <laughs> in one side it was like, okay, well. Uh, because I think I think there were some laps where I was faster than Colt, but then he was still just walking away from me because I would just I was doing silly stuff, and then uh, Dylan got up behind me, and I just I couldn't keep him behind me. So um, yeah, it was uh, it was nice to I wouldn't say I played it safe, but I was uh, very fortunate that nothing nothing happened worse. And a third place is nothing to be, you know, I wouldn't complain about it. Uh, first round, yeah. you come out of there with good points in your back pocket. You're healthy. Um, you, you learn some things, I wouldn't say from yeah. the, the track, but, I mean, maybe with the bike. or. But uh, I would have to say, from my perspective of watching it on TV, and I actually walked, went back and watched the race twice, um, just cause I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything, but, um, it looked like you guys were going considerably faster than maybe you guys on the track thought you were just from a TV perspective. Uh, it wasn't a boring mutter to watch by no, any means. No, it wasn't yeah. for sure. Uh, and you know, Daniel Blair gets down there and he, he's looking at the track and he's talking to you about the ruts and <clears throat> excuse me. That one middle rut looked like it was starting to get real deep for you guys in your main, uh, in, in a couple of those big uh, corners there. 
Yeah, like I said, it uh, if you got outside of those ruts, it was really slippery. So um, it was very rare for a new rut to form. And in a lot of the turns, we would just keep hitting the same rut. And, uh, like, it got to the point where, like, my foot pegs were dragging through them. Um, if I would hit them too fast, and, like I said, that would that would be little mistakes because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to lay it into this rut. Well, then it stands me up because my foot pegs dig in. So, um, yeah, the ruts got really deep and, uh, and also really choppy. That was the, the other thing was, um, you hit those things and they kind of get you, uh, a little bit out of shape. A little unsettled. Yeah, out of the rut, you're still kind of out of shape and then you just start sliding around. So, um, being, being calm and smooth on that is, uh, is really what it took. And watching Colt on that, he, uh, he just looked like calm and that was the most important thing. And that's pretty much why he won. Sure. Well, uh, Shane, congratulations on getting through the first round. It could have been it could have been bad, but it, it was all positive. You know, a third place coming out of there. I'll take third. Uh, yeah, you bet. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, you want to win. You want you know, you're a title contender. Ever, you're you're a favorite for a lot of people to win this title still. So I, I think uh, you know, you take your third place and you you put your head down coming into Phoenix this weekend, and you're in a good shot, right? Yep, I'm uh, I'm really excited. We're we're uh, going one race at a time. Good job, brother. Appreciate uh, it. Very excited. No, keep and, uh, thank you guys for having me on again. Yeah, keep like Tony said. If you keep doing well, we'll have you on every week. We'll just call it the Macarath right. segment. <laughs> segment. Yeah. All right, all right, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, anyone you want to uh, recognize on the way out? Uh, yeah, I just got got to say that uh, God is good. That's that's been. Uh, Something that we we worked on on the off season is is growing our faith as well as um, building our fitness, learning with the team, um, getting to know the bike better, and uh, it's uh, it all goes together. And that that's kind of been something that uh, I've found has been the most important thing. So um, God is good. Got to have a higher power, brother, and uh, you and I happen to agree on who we think is our higher power, but uh, without him, we got nothing. How about that? That's right. Thanks, Shane. You ain't got Jesus. You ain't got nothing, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right, Shane. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. There we go. A uh, man with a strong faith. We like it. Hey, this portion of our program brought to you by Fly Racing. The brand new light hydrogen line was the first true lightweight racewear to the market in the original gear line to define the minimalist movement. Lightweight, you bet. They got it going on, but when you're first, you got to stay on the gas and fly. Well, they continue to develop and improve their premium gear line with the addition of the new BOA system. This revolutionary waist adjustment system offers fast on-the-fly micro adjustability with a truly dialed than fit. A simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience. Visit flyracing.com for more details. This is Vicki Golden. I was just on Pit Pass Radio. Check out Arena Cross for more of my racing. With a tremendous amount of horsepower and torque. Coming up on 5 Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because 
The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.